for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. All right, we are hot. It is November 3rd, 2023. The officially first day I would call of hunting is commenced in Kansas. First first full day. Yep, first full day. Before we get into it, I do want to rip off some partners here. Just want to highlight some uh, Latitude Outdoors. If you guys want to get in any of these codes, they're going to be in the show notes. But Latitude Outdoors, use the code The Fall Podcast to save some money there. Helix Broadheads Fall HX10. Um, Exodus Outdoor Gear. Looking at my list here, you can use the code TF for fifteen percent off. And also, don't rem- don't forget that they are doing the Vault, the Exodus Outdoor Gear Vault. So what it is basically is. Anything that they are, any items that they are going to discontinue, those are in the vault. So like right now, the render, the Exodus render is in the vault, and you can save $95 right now while supplies last. So go over there to ExodusOutdoorGear.com, check that out. Garmin, we're still doing the giveaway. Mm -hmm. Go to our Instagram page, learn how to get into that giveaway for the A1i Pro Bowsite. Buck Bourbon, TFP20 to save money on Buck Bourbon. Prime bows prime archery and america's best bow strings the fall use that code if you need new strings so with that being said we had a hell of a day and i will say right now you know i do i want to apologize to everybody all the listeners and you know we did tease it a little bit on the instagram but you know i just everybody is playfully pissed because i teased it and they want to know the story about how today went and we're going to get to it. We'll get to it. Because it was a good one. Mm-hmm. It was a good one. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. Let's just start right, right off the Band-Aid. Uh, David killed us a really good buck today, yeah. this morning. Yeah. First morning. <laughs> so take her from there. First, first morning, you know, I, uh, I I think back to last night when we did an episode, and even maybe the first episode for Kansas, we talked about that November 3rd morning would probably be pretty important right because it's going to it's starting to get warmer mm-hmm. it got warmer today i mean what was the high today what today, did we see i think it got up to 74 i think today 74 and it was, it was windy it was like, windy windy today my face is wind burnt like yeah. a bitch right now yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh so you know going into the morning i went and dropped you off at your spot because i brought my truck down here dropped you off and slipped down into my spot and i you know i talked about on episode two about, you know, I, I liked the spot. I didn't necessarily love it though, mm-hmm. but I wanted to see it for an evening, which I did last night. And I wanted to see it for a morning hunt. But what I was worried about, you know, cause you know, where we come from the amount of walking I did yesterday, like that would have blown the area up for a week. A lot. Yeah. yeah a long like, time. So I, I had big concerns with that because I talked about that. I backtracked to the initial, the best sign. What my gut told me, I backtracked to that spot. Well, as I was making my way out there this morning, I, I got a lot of CRP to walk through. And, you know, when you're walking through CRP with the moonlight and stuff, you don't really need a headlamp, right? Now, whether it's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do, it got the best of me where I was walking out there and I was turning on my headlamp every once in a while because I just wanted to see wanted to see if there's anything out in the CRP. Mm-hmm. Well, as I as I started closing in, 
you know, it's a pretty decent walk. Not a terrible hard walk, but lengthwise, it's a pretty decent walk out there. As I'm closing in, I'm going to refer to this as, I'm going to call it a CRP cove. And it feels like a cove because it's just a, like a little inlet of a CRP, but there's like two points or almost two tree lines that kind of come out that makes it feel like a gate right there. So it's, I, mm-hmm. as I'm getting ready to get into the gate, I see one lone deer just standing there right in the like the heart of it right in the middle and it was quite a ways away but the way it stood tall one lone deer i was like boy i I bet you that's probably a buck and once i hit him with my headlamp i i left it on him and just walked i was walking straight towards him because that's where i had to go anyways Mm -hmm. and he he just like he locked up you know like you ever see that in the dark where it's like if if that headlamp stays on them and you walk straight towards them, they almost just kind of stay there. Well, when I got to probably forty to fifty yards, like it was, I could start to see like it is a buck, and it looked like a it looked like a nice buck. Now he wasn't wide at all. I mean, very very narrow, but tall. Boy, was he tall! You know, you you could tell. Like I even texted you once I got set up in the tree. I was like, dude, there. We went, you know, face to face with what looked like a pretty nice buck and you could smell him like you could smell him so you know he he takes a couple bounds off and the ground's really hard out here in kansas and you could hear those first two or three bounds where it's like yeah that was that's a pretty heavy deer well i i descend down into the bottom that i'm hunting and i'm on the edge of this 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 creek bottom and as i'm going down there the headlights hit or not headlights but the headlamp hits a doe and she's just standing there so then my thought was I bet you he's been harassing her all night. Yep. She dipped off. My my headlamp caught him, so he froze up, and she kind of dipped off into that bottom. And I said, "Well, they've been running in here all night. All the all the scouting I did maybe didn't affect it that bad." Got set up, and I left my everything out there except for the camera and the bow for the night before. So I literally just get to the tree, climb up, you know strap in and we're hunting basically love that feeling (laughs) it's it's nice yeah it's nice and right at right at gray light i can hear it and he's i can hear one coming i open up the camera i said well it's too dark for the camera but if he's (laughs) it's it's legal shooting light it's legal shooting light it's too dark for the camera but i was like if this is a big deer comes in here and gives me an opportunity i'm gonna take it at least turn the gopro on right so you can see that but he, he works up, and instead of working the bottom, like the does did the night before, he starts in the bottom, but then he kind of starts side-hilling a little bit. And it's not like a big hill, but like he's kind of working up at, on an angle. And I'm, I'm kind of watching him going, I could shoot him there, I could shoot him here, and he just kind of works past me, and he's headed north. So he's kind of working with the wind, but like you could just tell like he was on his feet cruising, just checking. What is he? So he he's a world record spike. <laughs> That's what he is. He's uh he's I, I dude, he's he probably has twelve to thirteen inch spikes. Mm-hmm. Like and that's all he is. Just a spike, you know. So he kinda works off. I'm like like I'm thinking seeing this seeing the deer out in C R P have this spike work through like it morning's to a good start, you know, like it's only gray light. Well it starts getting lighter and all of a sudden I hear the ch ch and, and here comes a doe okay and she seemed 
a little bit antsy. Like, I don't know if anyone's seen this or can refer to it, but like, you ever seen when a doe is a little bit antsy and they almost like kind of squat their back end a little yeah. bit and they're kind of like nudging through the woods or their tails tucked a little bit? That's what she looked like. And she did the exact same thing the spike did. And I was like, oh, she's like, she has that look to her. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I looked down in that bottom again and here comes another deer. I'm thinking, okay, here we go. But it, it was just another doe. But it was two adult does. And they were like, they weren't running, they weren't trotting, but they had a, they had a pep in their step, like. And so, you know, for the next couple of minutes, like I'm I'm watching, like I'm like, okay, like something's probably going to be on their tail. Well, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing on their tail for those next couple of minutes. And I would say, I'd have to look at the timestamps, but I'm going to guess between twenty to twenty five minutes had went by. And the one thing about the three deer this morning is I, you know, I'm always big on letting the deer teach me and all three deer this morning did the same thing. So it gave me a direction to be paying attention to. So I got some timestamps here for you. Okay. <clears throat> you text me two adult does at 745. Mm -hmm. The spike was 731. Okay. And then um, you must have called me. So, because so, I, I said, uh, I said, now I have a film guy. Yeah. So I text you that at eight eighteen, and yeah. you shot at eight. Yeah. So yep. I had shot at eight. So it wasn't seven forty five. Yeah. So it was so, about fifteen minutes. Yep. Yep. But you know, seeing those deer down in that bottom, like I said, like it gave me a, a sense of direction <clears throat> of something I need to be paying attention to, a direction I need to be paying attention attention to, right? Yep. Because not knowing where the movement was really going right, to be. Right, right. And, you know, I'm sitting there looking down through there, and this is this looks like a Kansas creek bottom system. Like, the trees are not straight. They're, they, they branch off <laughs> everywhere. They're thick. They're dark bark trees. And I'm just, I'm sitting there, I'm hunting, I'm watching. Sun is coming up now, right? I, can, I can't see the sun, but I can tell, like, it's bright on the, to the east of the tree line. And I look down there, Aaron, and all I do is I see this rack tip all the way back. Mm. And it's just white antlers. And I can tell, like, <laughs> I can just tell, like, dude, like, whatever deer this is, he's, he's wide. Like, that's Initial the, thoughts was wide, but was he a shooter right away? Yes. Like, just when he tipped his head back, and I'll talk about this, like, his, his G2s, when his main beams kind of they 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 like they kind of come up and start swooping back, his G twos almost like blend right in with that same curvature. So like when he tips his head back, like what he's doing, he was lip curling, and I'm like I'm looking at the tines going backwards because like I'm like instantly I was like, what is that? You know what I mean? Like, cause, what, what's that freak? Right. Well, that's what I thought because I didn't know if those are flyers out the back or what exactly was going on. Then he puts his head back down. And now I realize, like, okay, we got a framey deer down there. And I can tell from there that's super white rack and he looks heavy. And what's he do again? All the way back. And he is just lip curling so hard. And. I, I fell in love right then. Like I was like, <laughs> here we go. Like I was like, this 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 is it. Like this deer is gonna walk either he's coming 
right down right down the drainage, right down the creek bottom system, like I set up for, or he's gonna cut with the does. Yep. And instantly he's like he's he's somewhere along that morning he cut a track of those two adult does I talked about fifteen minutes before him. And it's really dry out here in Kansas. So to me that the the ground scent conditions is tough for them. Right? Like if we had to have a tracking dog, it'd be really tough for that tracking dog right now. He cut the track somewhere and he's on it. But like when he was lip curling, like that told me like he was on the trail, but he's like trying to figure it out. Right. Yeah. Like he's taking it in. <coughs> Camera's on. GoPro's on. Bow's off the hanger. We're doing this, right? Oh boy. And How when far I, is he right now? When, when I first see him, he's, you know, I, I think that, that bottom, he's probably 45 yards. Okay. He's okay. probably in there. No chance of shooting down in there, like not at all. But he's he's probably around that 45-yard mark, maybe 50, maybe give or take a few yards. But then he starts coming, and he's I like he's walking just like the two does do. So I know I know what window's coming ahead, and I'm I'm looking at him hard, right? Like I like when I first seen him, I fell in love. But as he gets closer, like I won't lie, like he's his right side, like it's hard to explain. Like his white his right side swoops out way farther than the other side so and now you're starting to second guess i'm starting to second guess like so when i you know when i first seen him if you look at the second angle like the bowl comes off the the hanger and it comes over the bridge because when i have to shoot him it's going to be at the four o'clock you know like it's gonna I, be a weak side it's going to be and it's going to be like a weak weak side right like mm-hmm. four o'clock like, like like kevin gross would say banana down banana down <laughs> yeah you're banana down in the saddle and I won't lie, guys, you know, when I first seen him, like I said, it's 45 yards and somewhere around 25 yards, I thought I'm not, it's, it's morning one in Kansas. It's only day two. And the right side was just, it, it felt a little bit weaker, but I couldn't deny like his mass, but it was like the bow went back over, went back over the tether. It was going to go back on the hanger. It was going back on the hanger. And cameras are still rolling, and he he stops. He just kind of stops for a second. Like you can tell, like he was like at least in my mind, he was struggling to be on that trail. Like he was he was working as hard as he could to make sure that that those does didn't veer left or veer right. Like he was staying on that trail. Now let me ask you this real quick. Okay, initially you fell in love, but like what was it that just made you fall out of love so quick? Well, and it's it it wasn't it wasn't that I completely fell out of love. It it was just like the fact that it was like, I it was so early, right? And you know, you, you, we think about traveling out to these states that you know you wait to hunt. You know, uh, draw a tag may take a year or whatever, and and put a lot of time and effort into it. And and you know, we all hope that we come out here and just shoot. You know, just an absolute like something bigger than you have mm-hmm. on your wall kind of thing right and so that that thought process went through my mind but when he stopped Aaron so I'm I'm directly north of him at this point so you're up you're downwind I'm downwind of him when he stopped I got the the biggest whiff of him like he smelled the high heavens and I was like oh like ruddy he smelled very ruddy, ruddy. And then he lip curled again, and I was like, "Dude, this is what I came for." Th- like, 
you know, we talked about it. If you look back at episode one and we talk about, well, would you shoot a Pope and Young or what, you know, what would you shoot? And we talked about during that time, you know, we were talking, we we're like, man, I'd, I'd love to shoot something 130 or bigger. But then it's like, but it's so hard because I don't, it's, it's hard to explain how that hunt's going to play out. Right. And when that minute, when I could smell him, we're back. <laughs> and I seen him lip curl and I looked at his mass in the in how wide he was this was the kansas experience i was looking for whether it was on day two or day eight this like this this like was gonna fulfill my heart like Mm -hmm. this right here he hits i have one window and i'm shooting at the four o'clock saddle hunting banana down and go to full draw and it's 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 awkward it's an awkward shot right and the camera's pointed in the direction, got him walking in there. Like it's, everything's kind of close quarters in there. Right. And I, I go to full jarrow, hit the Garmin. Full jarrow or full draw? Both. <laughs> full jarrow. Full, full draw. F- both. We're going full regalia. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hit the Garmin. It reads 13. And I, I was like, that's, that's done. Done. Like, and I took my time. Right. Cause everyone's heard about the big berry story like it, the last two years hasn't been like nice on like me like my mind and stuff right and i i took my time and i just i squeezed through and when i shot he goes he just like he just growled and i've i've seen i've never had that happen to me shooting a deer but i've seen enough videos where it's like in my mind, when they make that noise, boy, it's it, they're in trouble. And the way he tore out of there, I mean, it looked it looked like a you know looked like a you know DT defensive tackle with three point stance and just ripping through there on on natural field yep. basically. <clears throat> and I can see my arrow laying down there, and I I just he he left out of there, and I felt I felt really good. I didn't hear him crash, which. That was a little bit of concern because it's so loud, everything's so dry. Right. And I call my wife, you know, and, and it's it's eight o'clock in the morning here, so it's nine o'clock there. And I'm like, oh, she's gonna be up. She had to take kids to school, and, and she's like, she was almost like, no way, it's like it's your first morning. First like, morning, there, there's no way. You haven't even was, been there forty eight hours. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not kidding. And I talked to her, and she was super happy. And you know, she had asked me, she's a, you know. With, with the ups and downs, I've I've felt in the last two years. The first thing that she asked me nowadays is, "Was it a good shot?" And I was I felt so good about it. I felt so confident. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I smoked him. I I thought I absolutely smoked this deer. I called you and I called some other buddies and family and and I I sat there because it was about eight o'clock. And now the sun's fully peaking the tree line. And I dude. Most of the time, it's like you shoot one, you just tear it down and get out of there. Like, I, I sat there for like 30 or 40 minutes and just was so happy. I let the camera just roll on the sun coming up. Like, is that was, I, I was just happy, dude. Yep. I, was, I, was, I was living in the moment. It's something I've really tried to do. You and I talked about this, trying to slow down these moments because they don't come often. And uh, packed up. I eventually packed up shortly before nine o'clock, you know, probably been 45 minutes. And I get down there and I'm like, want to go look at the arrow and and the arrow was laying flat on the ground 
and if if you took how the deer was laying, it was laying flat where like the veins was towards the head of the deer, and the the and the broad head is towards like the ass of the deer. And when I I got there, I could clearly see his his tracks. I could clearly see where he kicked up, and I could see the arrow. And I didn't love it. I I I didn't like it at you all. You even text me. You're like, I don't love the arrow. Yeah, I it it stunk. Okay. Uh it smelled like guts. Um it had it had some fat on it, like streaky fat, you know? And I was instantly like, here we go again. Mm-hmm. We're going right down this this road again. Like good like I'm thinking good job, DJ. Like <clears throat> why can't you put 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 everything together and just take take care of business, right? right? And so I, I make the long walk out and the, the walk out wasn't easy because I'm just like, I, I, I just don't know, you know, and now here we are again. And, and I didn't hear him crash, like I said. And so I was worried. I, I came and picked you up and you smelled it and you said, yeah, dude, it, it smells like guts, you know? And, and, uh, we tried to look at the footage a little bit on the little camera screen and it was just, it was just too hard to tell. And we're like, well, let's, let's give them time. By that time it had been one hour. Let's let's go back to our Airbnb. Let's go put it on the computer screen and slow it down. And we came back and put it on the computer screen. I felt a lot better instantly. I'm like, it's it's right there in the pocket. Right in the pocket. I want maybe a touch low. I maybe. wouldn't have minded if it was two or three inches up, mm-hmm. right? But I questioned, I questioned the smell, right? Maybe we got a deflection or just something weird. And like I said earlier, I, I, we thought maybe we got the deflection with how the arrow was laying there. Well, after looking at the video, the arrow blew through him, stuck right in the ground. And when he took off, he knocked the arrow down. Mm-hmm. And he covered the arrow with, it was like black dirt too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it? all black dirt. And we, you know, we, get, we ate, we regrouped. We changed our clothes and we gave them, you know, it was almost four hours by the time we got back. Cause we got a little bit of a hike up there and yep. a hike back, you yep. know? And at, at this time, uh, we had a couple buddies that are down here with us. They were somewhat in the area and it was, it was hot and windy today. So they, they asked if we needed help and we says, I didn't want them to come help if they were needed to do scouting or anything, but they wanted to. And I get it. Cause I'd want, I'd, I like track, you know, at least going with right track jobs. Cause I ain't tracking. Yep. Right. Not with my colorblind ass. I'm not tracking. But they jumped in, and when they first met us at the truck, they looked at the arrow too, and they're like, "Dude, it's it it smells." But we looked at the footage on the phone, and they're like, "That's I don't know, dude. It's it's got two holes in them." And you you were you were like the whole way up there, whether whether you were trying to make me feel good or not, you were being confident about it you're like dude this deer's well dying. after seeing the after seeing the footage i'm like it's dead deer you know yeah. i said the arrow really had me mind screwed but i said you know whether it's gutty or stomach or whatnot he's dead deer we just have to find him yep you know just hope that there's blood and that we can find him but that deer is gonna die yeah yeah so i we you know take the game card out there had to zip tie it together because we didn't bring tools yeah we're, we're so good and prepared that's Swan's nylock, <laughs> nylock nuts. <laughs> Zip tie the deer cart together, pull it all the way out there, and uh, we we get out on the blood trail. And before we get on the blood trail, I'm, I I had marked it. I said this is where he's standing. And at 
impact we didn't have blood right and i think you might have found first blood and i was that's probably 10 12 yards mm-hmm. into it but yeah but what we could see and this was very important too is on on the camera you like you point like you pointed out you're like you can tell exactly where he ran like you kind of goes at the top of the top of the screen yep. and you keep you kind of forget him because you're looking at the shot yep and then it's crucial if you are filming your stuff like it, like David didn't move the camera or nothing so he like when he ran out he looped you could see his legs run through the top of the screen so it gave you a really good direction yeah. he 90 basically yeah. from where he ran out of the screen then all of a sudden he like he jumps back through and I'm like okay he's actually going back like southwest we need to keep in mind that that he did that yep yeah he was almost looping back towards where mm-hmm. he, where exactly he came from yep and you got on you I, you found first blood and it was blood here blood here then all of a sudden it I heard because I'm I'm bringing up the the tail end of it right like even I get it like I would love to be able to track my own deer but I I know my lane dude I I just don't see blood and I I am I'm at best standing at last blood that is my <laughs> that is my job right that's your lane and uh, then all of a sudden I hear. There's that's a lot of blood. That's a lot of blood. He's bleeding out both sides. He's walking. He's walking, out. and he's headed south. And all of a sudden, he made like you're standing there, and then you're like, "There's blood over here to the left." And he makes a like a hard turn to the east. And, and I think you might have said, or someone did it. We're like, "He's getting ready to die." I said he might be laying right here. He's he's you can tell with the blood trail and how he's walking. I'm like, he's gonna be laying. Yep. Right yep. Here. And and the one guy with us, he he was like, "Blood's good. There's some bubbles in it. Like this, this is like, yep. This deer's dying." And we're getting ready to hit like a. If anyone's hunted Kansas or even Iowa that has cedars, you'll find these little open pockets where it's like it's almost like God just puts the sunlight above it to shine down in just a little circle area. That's all it is. And you guys are getting ready to break into that, and I look ahead and I can see it's like full of like kind of CRP grass and a little, or some kind of grass weeds. And I can visibly see there's like, there's a circle mark out there and either we got a big rock in there. And I didn't remember a big rock when I was out there scouting <laughs> or we got a deer. And I was like, I think that, I think he's laying right there. And you, you just kind of, you long necked a little bit and you're like, he's dead. Buddy. He's right here. And, I was I was so happy because you know like I've talked about a thousand times after Big Bear this year, I just wanted a a clean ethical kill. Mm-hmm. He ran seventy three yards. Um, heart shot. Heart shot. Yeah, we're still kind of baffled with like the guttiness on the arrow and and the only thing we can really think of is that that stomach kind of runs low yeah. as well and we think you clip that a little bit yeah that that one's gonna always make me wonder a little bit right like because <laughs> it was a zipper shot. yeah it you, was perfect you look through you look at entry and exit and even the exit like gosh dang I, it, you know without seeing that i i feel like i'd argue with a lot of people about that that's not a gut shot you know but it is it is what it is like it's it clearly it clearly clips something inside of them exiting but 73 yards in I was I was as happy as could be, dude, and, and we we took some time, and I appreciate you for doing that. Took some cool uh, pictures, and I knew like that was gonna be fun. Recovering yep. one in the daylight's always fun. It's been a few years since I shot one in right. the morning, and uh, 
having guys that I just met and and having you out there with me and uh, got them got them all pictured up, cleaned up, and then we had the long haul out. Like, <laughs> we, yeah, we had a a long haul out of there, but uh, the guys that been coming to Kansas, they knew they knew a good processor. Uh, got them into the processor processor because it it was seventy three degrees today. And which got was a, kind of a cool experience too. <laughs> the, yeah, that was that was uh that was a cool experience because yeah, that, I forgot about that as while we're at the processor there's a a younger guy there. I would guess uh, do you think he's in late teens or early 20s? He was married, so I'm Oh yeah, okay. I'm yep. thinking he's probably late 20s, maybe early 30s maybe. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Well, and we're standing there and we're just kind of, we're shooting the shit, right? For like 10, 15 minutes, yeah, just talking. Just talking. And, and Aaron and I, we, we both have our, our you know, our, the fall podcast hats on our, our multi cam ones. And like he just is like, was itching to ask. And the, he finally says, uh, do, you, do you guys have like a podcast or something? And like, yeah, you know, and I said, oh, this is Aaron. He, you know, he owns the fall podcast. And he was like, oh my God. Oh my God! He, he freaks was, out. He then. was like, he said, "Dude, I just was cutting up a deer. I was listening to your podcast. He's like, I was just listening, just listening to your to podcast yeah. just a little bit ago, and I'm like, oh God, here we go. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Though. That was really cool to hear that, and you could tell, like, he was genuinely excited. Like, mm-hmm. we we were at his. I'm guessing maybe like a family owned processor is what. what yeah, yeah what maybe I'm guessing, like that. but uh, you know, shot the shit with him for a bit, talked, you know, buck hunting in Kansas, and and looking at maps and. I told him, you know, I said, well, I come, when I come back that they, they were, they're going to freeze my deer up for me. And they said, I'll just pick it up when you, when you're ready to head back to Michigan and said, well, we'll bring you a hat and t-shirt or something like that. So that, that was a really cool experience. Like we talk a lot of times about how secretive deer hunting can be, or it's like, dude, you you meet guys like that. And he was, he was just awesome. But yeah, dude, that, that's kind of the, the story. I, I know it's not a long drawn out story about a deer, you know, and you've been hunting, but this is, this is, you know, sit morning sit number one here in kansas and tonight you know we we literally like we hunted this morning did all the you know the photo work for it got them out of there got them to the processor and we still found ourselves in a tree tonight mm-hmm. and in a, in a badass spot yep and I, i'm gonna let you take it over but from here on out i i'm, I'm cameraman yeah I, yeah so i i take that over and and uh i tell you what I want you to talk about the spot, but going out there tonight, it was like, I felt, I felt a little naked. I'm like, okay, I don't have a bowl. Like it, it just felt weird. Like I felt like I didn't have enough yeah. stuff in me, yeah. but that is, that is my story of my Kansas buck out here. November 3rd, actually never killed a buck on November 3rd. That is a new day now on my calendar, go. but I, uh, I'm very happy, dude. Oh, the, yeah, the heart is, the heart is full and, I think uh, I think we got some good things coming ahead. I think so too. And first and foremost, I just want to say congratulations. And I mean, I just had a hell of a day with you. <laughs> yeah. I love that stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like when you called me at at eight o'clock, and I'm like, all right, I'm getting down. You're like, well, it just got daylight. You know, you need to yeah. sit. And I'm like, oh, I kind of want to like get down and go help. You know? Like, yeah. So I hunted till a little after nine and got down or whatnot. And so I saw a little buck this morning, but I pulled ship, and um, because I actually went back and looked at the pin where we sat tonight because it gives you a date when you added the pin on Onyx. I added it on uh, October 20, or not October, 
April 28th this last spring when we were scouting, like yeah. he's scouting. I put a pin there in April and I'm like, yeah. and it just says, looks like a good setup. Yeah. You know, from the air. April 28th. We, we might as well call it Madeline's spot. That's her birthday. That oh, is it really? Right off the bat. Yep. Is it really? Yep. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, like, you know, wanted to find a spot to get into tonight and ba- mainly it's pretty bright. <laughs> um, mainly wanted to get something ready for the morning. You know, because the mornings are hot right now because mm-hmm. I feel like because they're cooler. Tomorrow morning is going to be in the 40s, um, and it's going to get up to mid to upper 70s tomorrow afternoon. So, like, the mornings are high-value sits in my eyes. Um, I still don't think the bucks are – I think they're still, like, seeking, you know, checking scrapes. And um, we haven't physically seen a buck chasing a doe yet. Some of the other guys have. Yeah. Um, but we haven't physically seen that, so I still think they're in that, like, ladder of October timeframe is, is where I'm thinking. So, but anyway, you know, we went into this area, um, got down in there, boy, is it set up really nice. You know, it's mainly a, like you said, like a terrain feature area. There's mm-hmm. not a scrape in there. There's now, there's no, maybe a historical rub maybe, Yeah. but it's more of how the terrain works as a pinch and boy, did we have a sit? Yeah. We had a hell of a sit. And um, the we saw five does, four in which I believe to be uh, um, adult does mm-hmm. that all came within 15 yards. All were over the shoulder, could kill them all. And I'm, like, as we sit right now, I've got butterflies for the morning because I got high hopes. We're going back in there, um, left all the stuff in there. All we got to do is slip in there get up and lock in and dude i think it's gonna be a killer morning yeah when i when i think about that spot Aaron, we were we were so excited to get in there because of the the terrain feature mm-hmm. right because of what the terrain way it, it pinched down we have edges we have an inside corner like it's we talk about multiple things coming together in an area like i'm always yes. so attracted to that but when we got in there and we fir- seen that very first doe come in there we quickly realized like we didn't just have a train feature we had like frosting on it too because what what, what was going we're on trying there? To, we're trying to figure it out there's there's some sort of plant or tree it don't to me it looks like when you go in and like clear cut an area and these new popple stands come up like these new trees that are like younger they're about waist height. They're about a half inch to an inch in diameter. They've got leaves on them, but a lot of leaves have fallen off, and the deer weren't eating the leaves off those, the trees. They were eating them off the ground. Yep. And, dude, every one of those does that came in tonight knew that was there. Yep. And they went right to that. It was almost like we had a bait pile, to be honest with you. It, dude, it's exa- a, like a natural browse bait pile. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it was. And uh, I don't know what it is. If anybody that's, it, you know, in Kansas and has hunted these areas and hunted, what is what is the native branch? What is their tree or whatever yeah. it is? Yeah, It's not sumac. Uh, it's not like a honeysuckle. It's not. It literally looks like a young tree that was clear cut that is mm-hmm. like the new growth that's what it looks like yeah and um, it, and they're still holding the the top leaves on it yes i think the, the lower leaves. ones have have dropped but it tells me that there's something inside that leaf 
that they probably don't like until it drops off. Right. Right? Like, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, after you kill one in there, I want to go take a picture and figure out what that is because, like we talked about, we may see that somewhere else down the road and we're going to mm-hmm. know, dude, like that, like at least right now, end of October, beginning of November, that that's a hot, that's a hot browsing site right there. Yep. Yeah. So that, that was basically tonight's set. We, we snuck out of there and, um, we're going back in the morning. We're going to yeah. get in, get in early. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, you know, we got set up late tonight. Yeah. Late. Yeah, it was. But instantly, you know, like we, we were like, I was okay without seeing deer tonight. Like I, I was, banking, I didn't even think we were going to yeah, see deer. I was banking on tomorrow morning, but seeing those deer tonight, like that just added more fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it being real windy today in Kansas, you know, up to 30 mile an hour gust that changes to like a, a high of five mile an hour tomorrow. Tomorrow morning is going to be the morning. I, I can't wait that this is my prediction. The buck you shoot, like we are going to hear him coming in well before we can see him. And I love, I love that. Cause like we said, it's dry out here and we are going to hear him coming from a long yeah. ways. I'm, I'm pretty superstitious. I'm not calling or guaranteeing anything at all. I just love the feel of it. I really do. I I have high hopes for it. So we'll see. And I'm I'm just like I said. I've got butterflies to get in the tree in the morning. Yeah, I I'm I'm anxious, dude. Like yeah. I'm I'm really really anxious to get back in. The, when that sun starts coming up, that Kansas out east on that tree line, sun's coming up very to minimal wind speed, which is rare for Kansas. Mm-hmm. It is November fourth, like. Book. and this is something cool like I, outside of hunting with my daughters or my wife like i've never sat in a tree with someone else to film them or hunt with them i've, I've never done that before so that yeah. that's gonna be that's fun like as much as i want to see you shoot one like i kind of want to do a good job in the tree too i think we should pop your filming tree with like a 180 typical tomorrow i think oh that's fine that's a, <laughs> hey let's go he better be the first one down the trail because the first 120 comes by he's gonna get one yep yep <laughs> I'm so, looking forward to it, buddy. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, thank you very much for all the support. And uh, sorry about the teaser all day today. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. That's what we do. And if, if one gets shot again tomorrow, there's going to be another teaser. <laughs> we'll say that. So thank you for all the support. DJ, congratulations, man. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for all your help today. Heck, yeah. And uh, we will have another update tomorrow uh, once the day commences. So thanks, you guys, very much. And we'll be right here again tomorrow.